Greetings, Galactic Rangers, friends and neighbors, lovers and haters. This is X to Jump Podcast, a mostly weekly but never meekly conversational, occasionally confrontational, but always PlayStationable commentary on news and rumors with a dash of humor while always remaining pro-consumer. I'm your host with the most, JR, and across from me is the Armin Arlet to my Aaron Yeager, Ryder Sweat. How are you doing, Ryder? Not too bad. Uh, that's, that's good. That's good. That's that's not a PlayStation thing, but it works. Uh, there are there are two Attack on Titan games that are on the Sony consoles. Two of them. Are they exclusive? No, I've I've said I called you Hope to my Lightning. That's a Final Fantasy reference. That's not exclusive either. Yeah, but I didn't get that reference. Uh huh. You sure didn't. <laughs> you probably wouldn't have been very happy if uh, if you'd gotten that reference. But uh. What 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 have you been playing in your waking hours, Ryder Sweat, since we last spoke? Don't we got to circle back? Do you have something for circle back? No, but you usually interrupt me. I I usually interrupt you. I haven't done that in a while. I'm waiting to do it again, but you still remember, so now I got to push that back a couple weeks. So... (laughs) Yep. I I told you I was going to take you to Toys R Us, and I didn't. There's your circle back. Actually, I think I fucked up something else, but it's not in my notes. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so I've been playing Mad Max. It was free on PlayStation Plus. It's, it's not free. It's, it's right, part of the it, PlayStation it comes Plus with subscription. It. Right. Right. Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a pretty standard Western RPG where you, you know, you got the camps, um, the combat style is like that of Batman. Okay. Got your combat vehicles. Oh yeah. And the, the driving, the driving's, uh, pretty cool. I don't play a lot of driving games, so that's like a one new thing for me. Oh yeah. I would imagine. So how's the running around? Uh, it's pretty fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, platinum seems doable, so I might go for that. It, I've heard it's quite doable. You're enjoying it that much, or is it just short enough that you can do it like Far Cry Primal? Uh, I like it. I think I probably like it more than Far Cry Primal. Really? Yeah. Have you played Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid or 5? Or you haven't played any Metal Gear, right? No, I haven't. Okay. okay. But I have it. You do. So I was going to say, if you like this, they both came out on the same day. Oh, really? Uh, mm-hmm. So it was a sad, sad day for Avalanche, the the developers of Mad Max, the video game. But yeah, yeah. Anything else? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. What I've been playing. That's it? Yeah, I've I've just been playing Mad Max. Do you know how many hours in you are? No, I don't know. I'd have to look into that. Hmm. Okay. Are you are you, I mean, are you like in love with it? It just surprised me it's the only thing you played all week. Uh well I also got the the Verve subscription. Oh, that's right, yes. So I was watching a lot of a lot of anime. Per my recommendation. Yeah. Uh, yep. Did you watch anything I recommended, Jeff? You know, 
Anything in there? No, I I recommended you get Verve. I didn't I didn't tell you to watch anything. You did. You've told me to watch two things, three things actually, but the one thing you still have yet to send me anything. No, I've I posted three links to Common Writer on your Facebook, and you have not watched Where? any of them. Where? When? They were on your conversation with your brother. What? But I'm preparing for a wedding. I when next week when this is done, I will watch Mob Psycho 100. Okay. Okay. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing, played a little bit of Skylanders Imaginators uh, with Crystal. We're almost done with that. Nothing else to say. Uh, played a little bit more Reverie. Um, still stuck in the dungeon. I played uh, the Devil May Cry Definitive Edition for PS4. It's a lot slower than I remember. For whatever reason, I'm still in the early goings. And also, I kind of forgot how... I really like that game, but it does come off as a little try-hard edgelordy in the first few minutes with like the way it shoves, oh look, demons and se- like in sex and drugs all in your face. Like it's oh, yeah. it's fine, but it's just kind of dated in a weird way that I didn't expect. Um, and some of the textures are just awful. But once the game gets in motion, like the gameplay is amazing, and actually the writing itself is pretty good. I just feel like. And the aesthetic's really cool. I just feel like there's some parts where I was kind of, I don't know. It just kind of knocked me back when I booted it up. Uh, and I played Warriors All-Stars, which is uh, Koei Tecmo Musou starring a lot of their uh, more famous properties together in a Musou. Messed around with that for a little bit. Blew off some steam. It's a Musou. It's fun. Um, yeah. It's no, it's not as good as Common Rider. Like the thing I liked about Common Rider was the different forms and the special abilities, and this is pretty cut and dry. Square, 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 square. Like like you were talking about with Berserk. Yeah, it's just really repetitive. Um, but it's it's a Musou, and I enjoy Musos. It's a good kind of mind numbing, a game I can play and have a conversation with Crystal at the same time. You know. Yeah. It was fine. Um, I played Sir Eats a lot. Um, Avita. Okay. That is a 2D. It's almost like a narrative or a cinematic platformer. It's got a really cool cartoon style. The writing's not great, but it's not bad. It's kind of funny, but it's also kind of hokey. Um, it kind of reminds me of Earthworm Jim and the jokes that are supposed to be really corny because they're supposed to be corny, but it lacks yeah. the the weirdness of Earthworm Jim. You know what I mean? Earthworm Jim has like launch a cow in outer space and here's Psycho, and it's kind of it, it's missing that weirdness that it could really use. Right. Uh, I'm at a point where it does the Zelda thing where it takes away all your weapons and you're just kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, that's not fun uh, because it eats a lot and he's an obese knight. The control, the controls, the character are very slow. Like when you have to hold X for like two or three seconds to get him to jump, and you like feel the weight of his jump. Yeah. Um, he's very slow moving across the screen. I mean, it it doesn't bother me, but then when you take away my weapons, I was kind of like, I don't even want to fucking play this anymore. Right. Um, it's also got a surprising amount of cutscenes and writing for a platformer. That's a Vita exclusive. Like, it was kind of weird. It's not a bad game by any means. It's just got some quirks that I'm not really feeling right now. Speaking of games that I enjoy uh, that have definite flaws, uh, I've been playing Extinction, okay. which I've been looking forward to. 
How's that? It's uh, <laughs> I'm having fun with it, but it's not a good game. It's right. not a good game. Right. Um, you only have two attacks, the square button and an L2 attack, which is like your charge attack. Uh, basically, okay, so it's basically Attack on Titan without the ODM gear. So you're not flying through everything. You have like jumps and wall runs and boosts, and you can hang on things with a hook shot. But the hook shot is kind of random in terms of there's only certain things that you can attach to. Yeah. And then you can unrealistically bounce off any, uh, like if there's a tarp, you can jump on it. Like it's a, uh, it's a, like, like it's a, like it's a, like it's a thing right here. Like it's a thing. A trampoline? Like a trampoline. There's the word. It's been a long weekend. <laughs> um, yeah, you can bounce on things like it's a trampoline. You can do similar things with trees for whatever reason. Yeah. But basically, there's these huge ogre goliaths that you have to attack. Um, they have different types of armor, which means you have to attack them different ways depending upon uh, how they present. All, uh, I don't know if all the levels, a lot of the levels are randomly generated. And it seems they, it seems like the developers, Iron Galaxy, got really invested in the tech of like all the random environments and stuff they could do. It even randomizes the missions to a certain degree. Like there are story missions that are set, but then every few missions there will be like a random one and you'll see the options scroll by and then it'll just select one randomly. Weird. It's, it's really weird. Um, I, the game's only like nine hours long. I'm almost halfway done already based on what I've heard. Uh, I mean, I'm having a lot of fun with it, but as I said earlier, I like Dynasty Warriors kind of games, um, and I'm definitely playing through this before I touch Attack on Titan 2 because I played Attack on Titan 2, and then I played Extinction, and, and Attack on Titan 2 is just head and shoulders so much better than Extinction. Yeah. But it's also very, it's also very different. And it's really weird to me that the game developed by Omega Force is a deeper RPG with, like, way more game mechanics than this other game. You know what? Like, that's not what you expect from Omega Force. You expect Musos. Yeah. Oh, oh, and there's only three characters in Extinction. Weird. There's the main character, a woman character, and a king. And occasionally there's animated cutscenes that are really cool, but they happen very infrequently. Usually before every mission, it's a Persona style, like, here's a head at the bottom left corner of your screen, and they say something, and then another character says something, and then maybe your character says something, but it's all just like... Talking head, text box, dialogue. It's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I, it's not getting good reviews, and I completely understand why. I'm kind of a sucker for that kind of stuff. Like, it, this definitely falls in the realm of Jeff's shit, so I'm all in on it. But right. I, I, I want to beat it and, and trade it. Like, I'm not, I'm not savoring every minute of it by any means, but it's fun. You know, it's a cool little time waster. Right. So that's what I've been playing, Ryder. I think, yeah, that's it. That's it? That's it. Which means it's time for... Uh, the drop. The drop! <clears throat> the drop for the week of April 10th, 2018. Also, this is episode 36. Which I forgot to say. 
So I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I'll do that, better. That's fine. It's it's in the title. You're in the title of my heart. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Good for us. What do you got for us this week, Ryder? Okay. So this past week, uh, the first game is Deep Ones. That's for PS4 and PS Vita. This is a retro arcade platformer. It's got like Spectrum style. If you're familiar with the, the, the gaming console. Is it console or is it like a... Anyway, if you know what a Spectrum is, you know what that means. The Spectrum style 8-bit stuff uh, takes place underwater. Um, seems pretty cool. I haven't seen any reviews for it. It's also five dollars. Whoa! And it's on the it's and it's on the Vita. That's so perfect. that it must be good. Perfect Vita game. Yeah, Moises Tavares. Moises saying the Vita's dead. Fuck you. We yeah. talk about the Vita every goddamn week. Yeah. I played two Vita exclusive games, Moises. Yeah, guy who doesn't listen to our show. Oh, he will because I'm gonna tag him in it. You son of a bitch. Okay, you better you Go better ahead. you better put a timestamp in there because uh, I'm not he. Can, Fucking timestamp. He can listen. He won't. But anyways, Dusty Raging Fist. That's for PS4. That looks like a rabbit dude on the cover. Oh, they're all animals. Yeah. Yeah, this is a Streets of Rage style brawler. Okay. Looks looks okay. Looks okay. Mm -hmm. Next one is Extinction. You already talked about that. I did. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, Next one is League of Evil. That's PS4 and PS Vita. This is another, uh, it's kind of like Broforce. Did you, have you played Broforce? No, I haven't. It's like an 8-bit shooter. It's not Contra or uh, Metal Slug. Like, it's not that complicated. I'm trying to think of a good analog. Anyway, it's like an 8-bit side-scrolling shooter. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Up next is Masters of Anima. That's PS4. So when I saw this, I thought it was like Anima Gate of Memories or the Wii game, which is based on a tabletop role-playing game, uh, but it's not. It's uh, it's an adventure game. So apparently they didn't do their SEO research or they just didn't fucking care. I, I, don't, I don't know. But probably a bad call. Probably. If you can't, if you can't do a simple Google, I'm not going to buy your game. Okay. Up next is Operation Warcade, and that's for the PSVR. Redder, you mispronounced that. I believe it's pronounced Operation Warcade. No, I don't. I mean, that's the same pronunciation, just different tone. Operation Warcade. Why are you muffling it? Because I don't want to break people's eardrums. Okay. Redder, are you going to play Operation Warcade? (laughs) No, no, probably not. But I. What's wrong with. I assume that's how they all talk in the game. <laughs> With their fist over their mouth. You scum fucking private. Eighties classic war arcade. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. Alright. That's a VR game. It's probably a shooting gallery. Probably, I would assume so. Up next I would is, assume so. is Owlboy. It's for PSV PS4. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful, pixelated, side-scrolling platformer. Um, If you follow video games, especially indie games, you would know this game took, like, I think 10 years to make, something like that. I think it was announced around the time of Fez. 
and it recently came out last year, maybe two years ago on PC, and it's just now coming to uh, PS4 and Switch and all the other consoles. Um, if you like, you know, cinematic platformers, Owlboy is highly regarded. Highly regarded. Highly regarded. With that hard H. Okay. Up next is Project Nimbus. Code Mirai. <laughs> yeah. Project Nimbus Code Mirai. Um, that's for PS4. I mean, it's a cool little mech game. Is it? Mm-hmm. Cool little mech game. You go shitty shoot in the PewDiePie. Pew Pew. PewDiePie. Pew Pew. Highly regarded. Um, <laughs> Regalia of Men and Monarchs. That's for PS4. M- motherfucking Royal Edition, son. What are you skipping yeah. out? No, it wasn't in the title. Motherfucking Royal Edition. It's not in the title, though. Highly regarded. <sighs> Highly regarded. Rick and Morty Virtual Rickality for PSVR, if you didn't know that. Have you, have you bought this yet? No, I haven't. What? I'm sorry, what? I didn't. What? I didn't. What? I didn't buy it. What? You're lying to me right now. I didn't. I saw a Snapchat of you playing it. No, this was not. We're playing um, Accounting Plus. You're lying to me right now. I'm not lying. In Accounting, can, I... in, in accounting Plus, you have to pick your favorite Rick and Morty meme. That's what you saw. No, you're lying to me. Why are you lying to me? Okay, I'm lying. Anyways, Rogue <laughs> Aces, PS4, and PS Vita. It's like a 1942, you know 1942 Capcom arcade shooter? You know what I'm talking about? Your little planey plane? No, I've never heard of it or seen it. Uh, I've never oh. seen any variation of it on online. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm being very, very serious, Jeff. Uh, I don't think I've ever played it with you either, so... That was on my PS3. I, I don't remember if you played it with me. I'm sorry. Okay. okay Starlet I'm sorry. Adventures for PS4. I didn't even give the fucking verdict. Okay. Talk about it. Okay. I'm going to give it in. Uber is working. So it's highly regarded. Highly regarded. <laughs> okay. We can't record on Sundays. Why? We're not. This is bad. Go ahead. Starlet Adventures for PS4. Yep, this is a yeah, PS4. This is a free to play. Oh, so it's, it's like, highly regarded. It's a uh, it's like a spelunker. It's like a digger. Like you go down. Like a dig down. I don't. It's not, and it's not like spelunky either. It's like you start in the upper left hand corner, and then the level shifts and stuff, and you got to get to the bottom right. I don't know. I don't know. It kind, kind of just sounds like you described Dig Dug, but we'll move on. What? Uh, no, Dig Dug, you're on an isometric plane, and you have to dig down. Yeah. Have, yeah, that's, that's not... That's pretty much what you just not, described. No, I said upper left-hand corner, vertical, and then you get to the bottom right. That's completely different than an isometric plane. Oh, Jesus. It's the same thing. Super Amazeballs for the PSVR. Mm-hmm. Um, this looks like one of those... Um, old school toys that you would have with the marbles where you'd build like the little sets and then you would just like drop the marble and you'd watch it go down. 
You know, that's what exactly what the game is. Oh, perfect. Um, okay, Super Daryl Deluxe for the PS4. Uh, this game looks cool. You sent me a trailer. I did. It's got a really cool art style. Um, it's like a Metroidvania action combat. Looks pretty sweet. Looks pretty sweet. Uh, Time Carnage for the PSVR. I don't know anything about this. Um, I know it's got a fucking Velocirap. What's the What's the line from Kung Fury? What year is it? Oh, uh, yeah, it's like 10,000 BC or something. And he's like, oh, yeah, that explains the uh, laser uh, velociraptors. No, the, the woman goes, it's he goes, what year is it? And she goes, it's the Viking age. Yeah, and there goes, you go. It, that explains the laser raptors. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. I think Thor shows up. And he's a yeah. super buff old guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like mm-hmm. sweet pecs. And then he starts flexing. Okay. It's really good. I heard they're making a sequel and it's gonna be like full length. Yep. Yep. Uh no, I don't I think it's gonna be like forty five minutes. I don't oh. think it's full length. It's like part remake, part Yeah. What? No, don't we don't need no remake. I'm trying to think there's somebody famous involved too. Yeah, that's I, I, I don't remember who it was. No. He he recast the movie. Like it's part reboot, part remake. So anyway, we got a lot of this is a tough choice for pick of the week. Um Super Daryl Lux looks pretty cool. I know. I was just about to say that, but then I went up to the Rick and Morty virtual Rick and Morty reality. Project Nimbus. Owlboy. I went with Extinction. Yeah. But there's, but there is part of me that uh, wanted to go with the highly regarded. Um. Super Daryl is not on the Vita. It's not, and it should be. Neither is Owlboy. I, I guess I'll go with the Rick and Morty. I don't know. Jeff. Yeah, I, I guess I'll go with the game I already bought. Guys. I didn't buy I it. I don't own it. Look through my fucking play log, you dick face. Right now. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. Fucking right now. Do it right now, you piece of shit. Correct, you bald old piece of shit. Correct, Nobody correct likes you. Correct me if old I'm wrong. bastard. But Your you dicks spent $1,000 on a sock that Justin Roiland jerked off into that you bought off eBay. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's I'm pretty sure that's a true story. Okay, okay? That, that may yeah, have happened. That may have happened. <laughs> you trying to tell me you didn't buy Rick and Morty VR? Is that what you're trying to tell okay, me right this, now? This, this yeah. is not the Rick and Morty podcast. Um, tune in weeknights no, at 7, 7, 8 central. Um, so yeah, I, I have not bought it yet. But you will. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't really been buying new games, Jeff. I know. I need to stop. Stop it. Give them to me. Stop. (laughs) What? Or let me borrow them. Mm. That brings Mm. us to it. Okay, I'll let let you borrow some. Mm. What do you want to borrow? Attack on Titan 2. Let me finish it and you can borrow it. Oh, my God. What do you Uh, want? That brings me... So, Streets Run Red, which is a 2D uh, Streets of Rage, Streets Run Red, uh, Streets of Rage inspired brawler featuring the cast of circa late aughts Destructoid, like uh, our prophet Jim Sterling, um, voices one of the characters in that game. That released on April 12th of this week in the year of our our NAC. It's not here. But it's not on there. 
That's weird. Um, Ask me how I know that writer. Um, because someone's trying to silence Jim Sterling. No, ask, ask me how I know that that game came out. He's probably conservative. You know, Colin Moriarty says that the video game industry is out to get conservatives, and I agree. Okay. Ask me how I know that game came out. How do you know? How do you know how that game came out? Because I bought it. <laughs> wow. Uh, the $60 for Extinction put me over my um, points on the, the GameStop PowerPoints. Power yeah. Up Rewards member. Did it? So I got 10 free dollars. That's cool. So I bought the new Jim Sterling game. Sweet. That's what I maybe, want. Maybe it's terrible. No, you do the responsible thing. For the record, people talk shit about the tiered uh, GameStop Rewards, loyalty rewards program, you know? Yeah. I get, I get, uh, I get $10 things off the PSN, like, once every couple months. Like, I think it's very much worth it. For $30 a year, I feel like I've already gotten $20 in PSN gift certificates. So, I think it's worth it. Oh, my God. I think it's worth it. It's going to be cold again all week. Yeah, it's going to snow on Wednesday when God. we're recording. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why does this keep happening? Mm-hmm. Is there no spring this year? <sighs> That's a sentence that doesn't make sense. What really sucks is that uh, farmers were supposed to be out in the fields on the 12th. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I think that's the first date when insurers start paying 100% for crops that were planted. Because, like, if you plant before then, they don't insure the crops because then you're planting early just so your crops fail to get money from the government and insurance. So there's, like, a date that you have to plant by. There's, like, a three-week grace period. Oh, that sucks. Uh, uh, I mean, it sucks for people that want to eat corn. Yeah, which is all of us. All of us. Ryder, do you remember the jingle for the Outrage Outpost? No, and I don't fucking care. <laughs> what? No, you do care. You do care. All why, right. do you, why do you hate fun? Okay, we're going to practice all week. And next week we're gonna have a jingle for the outrage album. No, let's 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 do it. Let's do no. <laughs> no, let's do it. Let's do it now. Seriously. <laughs> Fuck it. We're doing it live. Yeah. You're just gonna let me do it, and I'm gonna hate you. No, I'll do it with you. I promise. <laughs> I, don't, I don't believe you. <clears throat> Stop. What? Stop it. I'm Stop just it. sitting we're- here. I know, but you're not going to sing with me. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, So, you know who's outraged this week? We're not singing it? You don't know it. God damn it. I don't. don't. (laughs) I was going to edit it out, and then I was going to put a voiceover. And I was gonna say I'm not I'm not singing the song. Oh, okay. You know you weren't. That's way too much work. No, it's not. Because now I gotta edit all this out, anyways. No, you don't. Just leave it in. Hi, Ed. We haven't heard from Sam. Sam, are you alive? I'm worried about you. No, he doesn't care anymore. So what's Sam. what's what's got Jeff? Sam. What's got not Jeff? me? I'm fine. 
Okay, Keza McDonald wrote a thing in Eurogamer saying the games media has a diversity problem. This website especially, you should go read it. It's on Eurogamer. It's by Keza McDonald. It's a good article. It's about how they don't, uh, <clears throat> they don't the, the video games industry is reticent to hire women and people of color. Okay? But what about conservatives, Jeff? What about conservatives? So here's the thing, writer. You're getting real close. I'm getting an echo. Okay. Okay. I'm not... Oh, fuck. I lost it. I'm not a... Colin replied, and I just lost the tab. The gist of what he was saying, I don't... I'm hitting restore, and it's gone. God damn it. Anyway. The gist of it was... uh, Yeah. to, To what you said, which is like... Like, why don't people hire Trump voters? Why don't they hire real conservatives and stuff like that? Okay? It's like, we care about gender and race, but not the mind, man. Here's the thing, Ryder. If you're you're a libertarian or a conservative, then you believe in the free market. So either the market has decided it doesn't want conservative voices in games media... Or there's a market opportunity for a well-to-do young person to start up a company filled with conservative voices to fill that void that apparently people are demanding. So, I mean, Colin's self-employed. I mean, he could go out and and start this company if he thinks it's this massive void um, in in games criticism. I I don't – again – it, it blows my fucking mind when I hear white dudes complaining about like, man, I don't understand why these minorities are complaining. And it's like because their voices weren't represented for 20 years and yours have been. But now you're the one complaining that other people are getting to speak up. And it seems comes across as hypocritical to me. It's complaining about complaining. Right. And I'm not like he Collins. Right. There aren't a lot of conservative voices in, in any kind of media. But again, if. He's one of them, so why not lift some up? Like, if, if there are all these people, as he says there are, you know, then let, let's hear their voices. Uh, Boogie is a centrist, and he's pretty fucking well-known. Um, I mean, he claims to be a centrist. I, I disagree with that term, but anyway. Um, it's not as if everybody's super liberal. I, I, I push back on that entirely. Um, but yeah, there's no reason that there couldn't be a uh, Fox News variation of Waypoint. Like, let's have that conversation. But it, it, when you're arguing from a free market standpoint, it seems kind of bullshitty and whiny. Like you're asking, like you're asking, the dudes that complain about affirmative action are asking for affirmative action conservative voice hires, and that to me reeks of hypocrisy. Like, either you disagree with both or you disagree with neither. So, anyway, that's my two cents on it. He's entitled to his opinion. Whatever. Uh, in other notable fuck-ups, we've been talking a lot about the PlayStation 5 rumors, have we not? We sure have. We sure have. So, Jason Schreier over at Kotaku uh, wrote an article... Um, Saying that PS5 is real, or no, 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 that's the GameSpot. I'm trying to find his article. 
essentially he wrote an article talking about those rumors with his contacts at Sony and, and other game developers. And I'm not going to do the shitty thing and not source it. So, um, kind of debunking a lot of stuff that sites have been putting up about, Oh, there are dev kits that are out. And, you know, there was speculation because I received, uh, a questionnaire and, you know, other people had seen some stuff as well. Okay, so sources, the PlayStation 5 is still a ways off, and that's by Jason Schreier. So that was the original article. He sourced it. He said, hey, obviously Sony's working on the PlayStation 5. It's not coming out this year. It's not coming out next year. You know, hold your fucking horses, guys. So then, as often happens with Jason Schreier articles, because he does, he's an investigative reporter, other people source him. GameSpot, this is their article. The PS5 is real, but is not coming soon. And then they go on to talk about some... Uh, some... Specifications like don't... Uh, where's the thing? Okay, so the article's been updated and edited, so it's changed since the, the shitty initial version was posted. Uh, there was something in here about backwards compatibility that Jason essentially that was the sticking point that was completely fabricated, not in the original article at all. Yeah. Um, and Shire was pretty pissed off about it because they sourced him in the article and then basically twisted his words and then added stuff. There is an update. The PS5 is real, but it's not coming soon. Report. Uh, last updated by Eddie Makik. Makuk. I don't know. It doesn't have the original author's name it could have been eddie as well update reads this story has been updated to address mistaken wording which resulted in misleading information the story previously stated ps5 may not run ps4 games when the source data that reports indicated ps5 games would not work on previous generation hardware the original report does not mention backward compatibility between ps4 and ps5 GameSpot regrets this error so yeah that was the sticking point uh games GameSpot did the right thing and uh and corrected it Chris Planty, who's executive editor and co-founder of Polygon, um, kind of took to Twitter and went off about this. He said, quick note on why this fuck up by GameSpot is unacceptable, embarrassing and harmful to the reporters like Jason who do actual reporting in the game space. Sources in the games industry are already timid to speak to reporters. They're going against aggressive and extremely punitive NDAs. That's a non-disclosure agreement. Publishers treat their projects with the protectiveness of military secrets, and they're litigious. To speak, even anonymously, is high risk. Sources also have to fear that even if a reporter writes a story carefully and thoughtfully, forums and junk sites will disingenuously contort a complex issue into a flashy hyperbolic headline that removes important context. This is me adding this in, but see GameSpot headline. Back to Chris Planty. What GameSpot did is even worse. The reporting on Jason's scoop is straight up wrong, and it's very visible. GameSpot is the number two games network. The impact will radiate outward. Sources will be even more reluctant reluctant to speak. Readers will mistrust reporting they didn't read. This is a story about hardware, important but light. Fucking this up, however, will hamper reporting on larger issues like workers' rights and sexual harassment. This spooks valuable resources. It creates a reader culture of distrust, and that sucks. And that's something that I've been speaking to over the past few months 
where I feel like reporting out of IGN has been disingenuous. I feel like GameSpot has been clickbaity, and and this instance flat out fucking fabricated and misled an audience to gain clicks. Like any other shitty website that you've never heard of, uh, the sites that we don't source on this podcast. Um, back to Chris Planty. Amending a note of optimism, I do not. I do believe more and better reporting is happening in the space now than ever before. That's why this is just jarring talent like. And he goes on um, to name some people. Uh, final note, GameSpot updated the story with clarification on the air. Obviously, the mistake stinks, but I'm really appreciative that they made the correction. So, what, how, how do you think this all played out, Ryder? How, what, how are you feeling? Um, well, I think uh, GameSpot is always posting dumb shit about the PS5. Yep. Okay. Yes. And they always do the BuzzFeed top 10 listicles and all that oh, shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think they should probably stop. Yeah. What is it? That, what do you think keeps them number two against IGN? Like, what do you think? It, what What is holding them? Is it because they're the easy clickbait? You know what I mean? Are they the shareable website? Is that what, is that what it is? Oh, shit. Um, like, I, I really don't know why people are going there. Like what information you're gleaning from this stuff. It's not, it's poorly sourced, poorly worded, sensationalist. Um, I mean, it's bullshit, frankly. Yeah. So w what do you think is keeping them afloat right now? What's, why are people going there? Uh, I, I don't because people don't. People just don't understand. So it's poorly informed readers, you think? Yeah, I, I, I so I, I think people will pay more closely attention to like the big flashy headlines. Like if you follow them on Facebook, they're gonna, yeah. they're they'll have, uh, they'll have a lot of that flashy stuff, as you're saying, like top ten lists, shit like that, very BuzzFeed like, and so yeah. people will just kind of watch them for a while, and you know, um majority of them will probably start will ignore like Kotaku or Polygon things like that Eurogamer yeah Waypoint yeah yeah I agree it's unfortunate and I think that um, because it's so easy to read it's also easy to spread and that's another fallback of it is like complex stances or facts are difficult to discern and communicate and easier stuff is usually inaccurate but a lot easier to spread and so sites like GameSpot spreading you know a, a, a half truth that's easier to understand than Jason Schreier's completely true but more difficult to communicate report um, is really unfortunate and that's you know a fact of media and the age we live in um, I'm glad that Jason called this out. Like, I'm glad I, uh, he was on uh, Kind of Funny Games Daily. We spoke about this, and he was openly criticizing Bethesda for blacklisting them <clears throat> um, and said that, you know, when this happened in newspapers with Disney, other newspapers were like, fuck you. We're, we're not going to report on Disney then. We're just not going to do it. And there is no solidarity amongst gaming websites. They don't take their craft seriously. Uh, it's, it's really unfortunate. Um 
So I'm glad that, you know, people are calling out the bullshit as they see it. And, you know, even even to call on Moriarty's point earlier, like, I'm glad if he if he's seeing a lack of conservative voices in games media, you know, he's allowed to speak on it. I just don't like sometimes the hypocrisy in those in those messages. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's it's better for everybody when we all, you know, we say we don't like this. As you pointed out a few weeks ago, we've been winning with uh, Electronic Arts and Warner Brothers pulling out microtransactions in Shadow of War. Um, and I, I sincerely hope that as that stuff, as that trend continues, people stay vigilant and keep speaking out about it because that's the only way things are going to change. Are you with me, Ryder? Yeah. Yeah. Highly regarded. Highly regarded. Uh, Jason Schreier is highly regarded. It's my dude. Uh, In a more positive story, uh, God of War is really good, apparently. Apparently, it's pretty good. 95 Metacritic. It's a little little bit good. It's pretty good. Lots of 10s out of 10s. Pretty crazy. uh, Breath of the Wild was 10 out of 10. How would you feel about that one? Touche. Let me check out Breath of the Wild's Metacritic. What has Jim here. Sterling said anything about God of War? No, he hasn't played it. Why not? Uh, he's not widely considered media. He doesn't get a lot of... Uh, he gets codes from some places, other places not. Oh, so he has to wait for it to actually come out? He might, yeah. Which he would prefer because it seems more honest, but he takes codes when he gets them. Oh. So I don't know. Uh, like, I believe at one point Sega had blacklisted him. And that's the other thing, too, is like he gets blacklisted so often that he just doesn't doesn't care, notice, or try. Like, if he doesn't get a code, he just goes out and buys it. But, yeah, I, I haven't seen anything yet. Breath of the Wild's got a 97 with an 8.5 user score. So. So. Touche, Ryder. So it might be, t- I might hate it. Thanks for bringing me back down. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate that. I've really been considering... I want to beat Extinction so I can trade it in and get God of War for my birthday, but I have too many games as it is. So I don't know. What am I going to do, Ryder? What am I going to do? Uh, I don't know. Buy it and then uh, let me borrow it. Ha <laughs> ha Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Two more news stories. Okay. Uh, this is courtesy of Kotaku's Ethan Gatch. Women earn significantly less money than men at Rockstar North, among other gaming companies. This is an interesting story. Um, basically, there was some... Somebody did some digging in the UK government database. Uh, at Grand Theft Auto Makers Rockstar North, the Gath is... The gap between men and women is particularly large. This is from the article. At the studio based in Edinburgh, Scotland, the average hourly rate for women is 64% lower than for men. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. But how many conservatives work there? I don't I don't know. Maybe. Well, that's the more important question, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, this goes into some charts about uh, what quartile they fall into in terms of top pay percentage or low pay percentage, um, proportion of women in each thing, and 
just kind of goes into that. And there's some other studios. Let me see if I can find. King, the makers of Candy Crush Saga and all of its spinoffs are also in the database. Uh, their average hourly gap is 13.5, which is not 65. But still shitty. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if we had Jordan Peterson on here, he would tell us that the the wage gap doesn't exist and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, that's a valuable counterpoint, I guess. I just don't know how you maintain it. Anyway, so that's shitty. Yeah, it's pretty not yeah. great. Not great. Um, glad that information's out there. Hopefully some people read that and correct some mistakes. So, yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. Ryder Reno. Yep. Final story. This is another downer. Courtesy of IGN, who I don't like sourcing ever. This is Joe Scrabbles. Warner Brothers becomes the Hitman publisher. Uh, Hitman Definitive Edition comes out on May 18th, which includes all the DLC for the formerly episodic Hitman 2016 video game. Square Enix was previously the publisher when the game was episodic. Uh, now that... IO developers of Hitman have gone independent. Warner Brothers has uh, published offered to publish this game. So hopefully IO isn't um, you know jumping out of the frying pan into the fire with this one. What do you what do you think, Ray? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I've never played a Hitman game. Seems like there's been a lot of like juggling. Juggling. Yeah, with with the Hitman. Oh, moving stuff around. Yeah. 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 Well, so Hitman 2016 got a lot of Game of the Year votes. It was a well-received game. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't didn't sell a lot of copies. Weird. So Square Enix offered to let them take over. And if you remember, I applauded Square Enix for giving them all their IP back. Yeah. Interestingly enough, this new bundle adds extra outfits for agent 47 that's the titular character of hitman themed after io's other ips which were not disclosed as going back to io and leaving square enix namely freedom fighter freedom fighters kane and lynch and mini ninjas so whether or not io has those ips or not or if they just worked out a deal with square it's not it's not uh wasn't mentioned in the press release but i find that very interesting that if Square gave them four IPs, that's pretty crazy. That's insane to yeah. the point of like bad business, if I'm being honest. Just a little bit. I I don't know that I would be so generous, but maybe Warner Brothers ponied up the cash since they're working with this. I not real fond of Warner Brothers right now. Um, I'm hoping that I don't. I'm the, and I don't even like the Hitman games, but I hope IO doesn't need to jump into bed with another shitty publisher to keep making games. Yeah. That is that is the expert opinions that people tune in for. Thank you, writer. <laughs> yeah. Well your your Skype went blank, so I I thought we lost connection. What? Yeah. Are you all blank? <laughs> Can you see me? I can see you. Oh, I can't see you at you're all. Drink, 
Oh. You're drinking something that's not LaCroix. What's going on? Are you sick? I drank that like five minutes ago. You just looked over to the side. Just now? You did it again. Okay, no. Again. It's it's all. Wait, you're coming. No, never mind. Anyways, continue. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do one more news story before we peace out. Okay. Okay. Courtesy of the PlayStation blog, the PlayStation store marches top downloads on the PSN. Fucking Courtesy of Justin. GTA 5 is still up there. And it, Oh, there was another news story that I cut that was uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 is considered the best grossing piece of media ever. Ever. That's Billions insane. of dollars. Can't afford to pay their women. Can't afford to pay the women. They don't even hire conservatives, probably. Well, Colin would say that, I bet. Colin would say that. Colin would say that. But but using the gun argument logic, if there's too many liberals in the gaming industry, doesn't the gaming industry need more liberals? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> we need fucking more in there. Just cram as many as we can, even if they don't know anything. <laughs> Right, right. Just throw right. them in there. We need more. Mm-hmm. Yep. We need Tim Gettys across all news media. I don't give a fuck anymore, writer. I'm just gonna I'm gonna call it like I seize it. Okay. PS4 games bestsellers for the munch of the, <laughs> the, the munch. munch for the month. <laughs> the I munch. like that. The munch of the Highly month. regarded. The munch. Highly regarded. Highly regarded. The munch of the month. Gang Beasts at number 10. That's pretty... I'm shocked. Shocked, I say. Number 9, Monster Hunter World. Number 8, Titanfall 2 Standard Edition. Because it was on sale for like 5 bucks. Number 7, Battlefield 1 Revolution. I don't know what the revolution... I don't know what that is. I think it's Battlefield 1. Number 6, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Number 5, NBA Live 18, The One Edition. Number 4, Grand Theft Auto 5. Number 3, A Way Out, which apparently sold something like 3 million copies in 3 weeks, which is what EA expected them to sell lifetime. That's crazy. So that's fucking crazy. And Joseph Ferris is like, that means six million people played it. And I was like, that's not necessarily how math works, Mr. Ferris. But you you go on ahead. You go on ahead with yourself. <sighs> that guy. That guy. He's going to keep making video games, isn't he? Probably. Probably. Number two, PlayStation exclusive MLB The Show 2018. And number one, Far Cry 5. Which, by the way, by the way, somebody spoiled the ending of Far Cry 5 for me. And and super fuck that game. Super fuck that game. Do you know how it ends? I'm not going to spoil it, but do you know how it ends? Rider Sweat? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Okay. You can tell me when we're done recording. They go to the moon. PSVR, best-selling games for the month of March. Highly regarded. Highly regarded. Ryder, I want you to yell, somebody stop me if you if you own these games, okay? 
You with me? Okay. Jim Carrey the mask. Do you know that? Can you say it? Say it once. Smoking. That's not somebody stop me, but I'll take smoking. Okay, you say smoking if that makes you feel better. Number 10, Static. Number 9, Knockout League. Number 8, Bravo Team. Endorsed by Extra Jump. Fanboy. Number, numero uno. Sorry, Sam, you haven't replied in a while. And Ed's like practically one of us. Uh, Christopher Grell. He's going to bat for Bravo Team. Number 7, Drunken Bar Fight, which I recommended and you didn't play. Number 6, Archangel. Wait. I was trying to think of another quote from the mask, but I couldn't think of you it. Got nothing. Yep, there's there's somebody stop me and smoking. Don't Google it. I see you. Don't Google it. I'm not Googling it. Okay, so you own Archangel, yes. Yeah. Number five, Super Hot VR. Number four, Drive Club VR. Number three, PlayStation VR Worlds. I think I have it. I don't know. Probably you... not. Maybe. Who knows? Number two. Job Simulator. What? What are you doing? <laughs> I was... told you if you own the game, <laughs> I don't say, own it. I don't you own, own it. Job Simulator. You I own don't. Job Simulator. No, I don't. <laughs> Why are you lying? You first lied about <laughs> Why Morgan. would I lie? I would have now talked about it. About job Simulator. Now you're lying about Job Simulator. I fucking hate you. You have the platinum for Job Simulator. No, I don't. Yep, do. Yes, you do. No, I fucking don't. <laughs> you talked about how excited you are for Vacation Simulator. God, I wish you were taking a no, nap I instead did. of recording this podcast. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Look through my trophies, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> Number Jesus. One Number one is you gotta Moss. gotta be stupid. Oh, wait. Number... I own that one. Number... <laughs> I hate you so much. Free-to-play games. Number 10, Crossout. Number 9, Blacklight Retribution. Number 8, 3-on-3 three three Freestyle. Number 7, America's Army Proving Grounds. Number 6, Warframe. Number five, wait, I own that Pro... one. <laughs> Pro Evolution Soccer 2018 Lite. Number four, Paladins. Number three, Brawlhalla. Number two, Don't Bite Me Bro by Arcade Distillery. I want to check that out. That's that's. Gee, Jeff, like this thing. is weird. I'm not seeing Job Simulator anywhere on. Did you know you can delete your trophies on PSN? Did you know Why that? Why would I do that? that? Why would I do you that? You obviously just did that. No, I didn't. So you can play it again because you ordered a cum drenched sock from Justin Roiland. How much more clear can I be? That's got nothing to do with this, Jeff. <laughs> That's got nothing to do with this. I hate you. Fortnite Battle Royale comes in at number I one. hate you, Boar. I don't think... No? No? Okay. PS Vita Games, number 10, Mirror Monster Rebirth, Complete Collection. That's a good game. It's by Vanillaware. Number 9, Secret of Mana. Number 8, Mary Skelter Nightmares. Number 7, Jack and Daxter Collection. We both own that. Number six, Minecraft, PlayStation Vita Edition. Number five, Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified. That game's garbage. Garbage. Number four, Adventures of Mana. Number three, Resident Evil Revelations 2. Number two, God of War Collections, PS Vita. Number one, Persona 4 Golden. I'm not going to go through the PlayStation 1 classics. Because there aren't any Oddworld games on it. Crazy. 
So those those are the best selling games. Ryder owns most of them, and he lies about it. I don't know who he's trying to impress. Yeah, totally. Okay, awesome. Jeff. Okay. Okay. You have anything else to say, Ryder? Uh, yeah, you can uh, follow me at my cat named Sam on Twitter. If you want more lies. Yeah, sure. Go fuck yourself. You can find me at J-A-Y-A-R-E-O-L-I-V-E-R on Twitter. You can, you can find either of us at x to jump podcast at gmail.com or at x to jump one on Twitter. <laughs> so that I think that was it. Is that it? You're running out of time, Jeff. You got eight minutes. Good talk, writer. Good talk, Jeff. You need to hang up.